Welcome back, Kittitas Valley Sports Talk fans, episode 16, Joe Montana episode. But let's go with the most recent success in the NFL, the Gardner Minshew episode number 16. The Mississippi Mustache episode. Heck yeah, man. That's what we're going to call it. I saw the other day on their Twitter, Facebook, or whatever, Jacksonville, he is the leading uh, rookie in franchise history in passing yards. For the Jacksonville Jaguars. For Jacksonville? Mm-hmm. And Jersey sales, probably. Oh, yeah. Jorts Can you sales. That? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Jorts sales. Heck yeah. What a what a time. <laughs> well, we got to mention real quick. We don't got to. We, we want to mention real quick our sponsor, Fitteris Furniture for the Kid S Valley Sports Talk. Quality furniture since 1896. Right now, head down there, 25% off Serta. Eye comfort mattresses, floor models till they're gone. And they're going to be a clearance sale next week, too. So get down to Fitteris. Tell them that you heard about it on Kid S Valley Sports Talk. And thank them for sponsoring. You actually might see me there um, because uh, my couch is a little worse for the wear. (laughs) And so I'm going to need something comfortable to uh, sit and watch uh, uh, bowl games and uh, postseason football as well. Well, that leads us perfectly to the intro of something I want to talk about. What a great weekend we're going into. We're recording this on Friday, December 27th. We're starting to recover from our Christmas holiday. That's right. But, I mean, this is what? 251 right now there are some great bowl games starting here shortly uh is there one in particular that's got uh that's been circled on your calendar well there's obviously the one if you're watching on the youtube i'm not i got my hat on back here uh cougars 730 kickoff against air force what a day and i'm wishing i was down there at chase field in phoenix arizona so i got a friend of mine who actually has been posting photos from uh warmer phoenix uh, it was a little bit chilly, according to his Facebook post. I, my heart went out to him because I was still um, scraping ice off of my window. So yeah. um, there are plenty of, uh, I mean, we all, I'm sure we all know somebody down there. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, what a what a uh, interesting battle. So the triple option versus air raid. Yeah. And I will say, I don't know what you guys see, but the experts are kind of leaning toward Air Force on this one. I would say two to one advantage on expert picks. Yeah, they probably if Air Force can run the ball and own the clock management and the time management. I feel like they could probably. I don't know if the, if the Cougar offense doesn't click tonight, they're going to be struggling. That's for sure. Well, what's the spread? Isn't it Air Force minus three? Isn't that what? Uh, you know, I haven't seen it. Eric know. doesn't care. He knows the Cougs are going to. Yeah, that's right. He'd, he'd take a straight bet regardless. <laughs> take that's, a straight. That's bet. what I'd be. My betting skills would be. Yeah, Cougs are going to win. We took, a, we took a straight bet on yes. uh, the Apple Cup when I was down there in Vegas, and I don't remember uh, me having to cash in any, either one of get, our tickets. You didn't go back. No, <laughs> you no. didn't have to go back that night. Uh, so it's a good showing. I mean, last year, I mean, that bowl game was fun, but Gardner Minshew made some highlights to make that happen. And, um, I guess the other fun game that's happening at three o'clock is the. Uh, Iowa USC game, and there's a whole the semifinal games are tomorrow on Saturday, and then you have a Seahawk uh, game that's just gonna. I mean, it's going for the NFC West title on Sunday. It got moved to Sunday night at five thirty kickoff against the 49ers and I mean, just, what a fun! I mean, it's the time to hopefully you got those tin cans for Christmas from your families with popcorn and all the fun snacks, and put it in the couch and let's go watch football. You know that uh, that Seahawks game. One, it's going to be fun because it's for the NFC West Championship. I mean, the one, two, or three seed is up for grabs on the NFC side. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically going to be a playoff atmosphere. Do you see Brian Bosworth is raising yeah, the 12th man the flag? Boss. And then, of course, everybody on Twitter is like, the Boz is somebody who played before 2012 when all the bandwagon fans mm-hmm. came, which I thought was funny. And <laughs> uh, But also, um, 
my in-laws, we had to rearrange our family Christmas on my wife's side of the family to coordinate uh, with the Seahawks game, which made my wife roll her eyes. Um, I, um, she sometimes listens to this podcast, so I'm going to take her side <laughs> on this one that, uh, I think it's horrible that we had to reschedule Christmas over the Seahawks game, but mm-hmm. I'm going to be watching the Seahawks game as well. Absolutely. Yeah. But somebody who won't be watching it, somebody will actually be playing it. Yes. How many Skittles sales in downtown Seattle or how, what's the percentage they've risen? Is that the right word? Yep. They have raised, they've raised. Uh, in the last week, doubled, doubled. <laughs> beast mode. Well, they doubled with what they put in that car when he goes. Oh yeah, yeah. Hotel. yeah geez. You guys didn't see that on Twitter. Here, Marshawn gets out of a car and a carload of Skittles falls out. Yeah. Money Lynch, beast mode's back. Beast mode is back. Um, you know, at the least, he's going to give him a uh, an emotional um, edge. Mm-hmm. I I hope. Um, he looks to be in better playing shape than I do. Um, so he's, I hope he's, he's done well. Uh, I mean, at the, but you know, one guy that's being, you know, kind of in the, taking the backseat to all this is, uh, is it, uh, turbo Turbin's back. Yeah. Turbin is back. Um, who mm-hmm. he was great for the Seahawks with the yeah. little bit that he played too. So I think we're, I think we're going to be okay. I, I hope, uh, Russell and DK and Lockett, I hope they just, uh, Sorry, I just saw breaking news before we started recording. Clowney's playing. He, he, he is playing. He is playing. He's cleared. He's going to play wow. this week. So I think that's a big one. I relate to, I mean, I, there's so many similarities between Clowney and me. And so playing, I, playing uh, through injuries. Yeah. Playing through injuries. I mean, just the raw, Locks you know, hair. athleticism. Um, yeah. He, <laughs> he, has, he has better hair than I do. But uh, everything else, I mean, um, yeah, we're just, we're pretty similar athletes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We, yeah. Maybe we'll get him on the podcast and you guys can discuss those similarities. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. I'm sure he's. You know, he wouldn't call in. He would actually make the trip. He'd be yeah. here in person. He'd, be, he'd make the trip. Darn right. Do we have a pick on that game? On the 49er game? On the 49er the game? Seahawks on the game? Hawk game. The Hawk, that's on, man. Sorry. This is a, what is it? Are you I'm Ryan Coon over there <laughs> talking about 49ers? Oh, uh, no. There you go, Ryan. That's for you. You're welcome, yeah. Coon. We got, a, we got a Twitter battle with Coon the other day about we this did. game already. We did. Did. Oh, did you see that, Luke? Did yeah. you chime in at all? Luke was too I busy think. making merry for Christmas, uh, I believe. Right. And so I didn't see him getting uh, yeah, I'll, supporting us. I'll but, come uh, in. I'll come in late. But damn yeah, right. I'll say something. Do you have a what? What are you saying for for this game? I don't know. It's going to be close. I'm just excited to see Lynch. It'd be really cool. I mean, it's going to be really, really electric when he comes out of that tunnel. I mean, it's going to. He probably break. cause an earthquake, yeah. <laughs> just like he did when he had that run in 2010. Yeah, which um, my brother was there for that one. I remember. Yeah, That's I remember it was, that. It wasn't crazy that that night. I bet. Yeah. I saw something on Twitter as well. I mean, isn't it amazing how our main source is Twitter now? But right. um, where you know when they do the player introductions, somebody said you better introduce the offense and you better introduce Lynch last because mm-hmm. that place will explode. Just well, it's supposed, it. it's supposed to be the defense, but KJ Wright says they need to make a way to have Lynch come figure, with them. Figure that would be out. awesome. Yeah. The so 12th man of defense, the Marshall. Yeah. But I got Seattle. I'm taking that pick, even yeah. though we're not doing picks. I'm going to say Seattle, but I'm going to say it's just as close as when we beat them down there in San Francisco. Oh, or yeah. Santa Clara, I guess yeah. it would be. Oh, it's it's going to be way too close. It's going to blow out. Blow out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, and I loved him when he was a Seahawk, but I would love nothing more to see Tyler Lockett catch a touchdown pass that just 
clears Rush's or Richard Sherman's fingertips. <laughs> Just over a pick, touchdown pass, Seahawks win, walk off. Like helps my fantasy team, and it would be just a, a one of the, it'd be a top five memory in Seattle history. Oh, well, my fantasy team uh, <laughs> took sixth place this year. If you're going to bring no, in fantasy, yeah. Yeah. I'm fighting for. I made money place. on fantasy rodeo, but hey. I did not make money on fantasy football this year. Fantasy football is hard. <laughs> well, let's. Uh, where are we going to go from here, fellas? Let's go from here. We got we talked about our big weekend of football. I'm excited about that. Already. Right. We had a big weekend of watching basketball, and we'll get in the scoreboard here soon, but. Um, let's talk about real quick. We were all ball at the kid house game there night, and there's a great article in the daily record. I believe you wrote that, didn't you, John? About, or did you write that one? About TJ Johnson. He passed away. Kid house, a local kid house guy, uh, had cancer and passed away. And, and, uh, well, it was like a special night in kid house. Yeah. Luke wrote the, uh, the play for TJ story. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote a, a couple of words in my rodeo column because right. he was a rodeo fan as well. And, um, it was cool to see the the uh, um, the posters there, the play for TJ posters, and um, different variations of that. And and uh, you know his family was was all up there, and they're always always they're always there mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, but uh, obviously a little bit different last Friday. But uh, um, yeah, we uh, like I said in my column, I don't want to say we're we're losing them, but God definitely got a, a big time fan up there in mm-hmm. heaven to watch. Uh, Kid did ask basketball and, and uh, watch some rodeo as well. So, um, but uh, you were going to say something about yeah. uh, what we're going to learn from. Well, from you know, TJ. and that's why I saw his his wife, Yale Johnson. If you don't, you would have seen the friendly face. She worked at Super or Safeway for quite some time. He was always known for a good smile there. And, and I saw her Facebook post that they were talking here a couple <laughs> weeks or weeks or months ago. Uh, you know, when they knew that it was it was happening. And I think the biggest thing to come of this, the the best way to memorize or to have a memory of tj was his comment to her was maybe it's something good will come from this and some kid won't start smoking or somebody will quit smoking because of what's happened to him because of how much he smoked and i think hopefully you know i think if we can have one or two people saved for that just because of that message of hearing and i think that it's a yeah that's the the way to honor i saw i saw her post that uh quite a bit of clarity there um kind of puts it in perspective which is a cliche to say but uh um it's the truth so um he will definitely be missed but uh Man, it was fun when he was around. Yeah. Well, before we go on the scoreboard, let, let's end on a little bit of a happier note. How was your guys' Christmas? Did you guys survive your holiday season? It was good. Yeah. When as expected. Good. <laughs> yeah. Had brisket. Did you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What did you have, John? Uh, spiral cut honey ham. Mm, oh. Delicious. Yeah. Um, that's uh, that's my wife's preference, and we've done that on Christmas Eve for I don't know. Mm-hmm. Many, many years. So my Christmas is low key. Yeah. We do our traveling the weekend before and the weekend after Christmas. And so, uh, um, you know, just uh, pretty low key, ate well, um, great gifts. I'm going to play the parent card here and say it's much more fun to watch uh, your kids and family open gifts than it is to. I'm not a very good gift receiver. Mm-hmm. I'm very appreciative, but I would prefer to watch everybody else. So. Uh, fun Christmas, good Christmas. Yeah, I, I'll piggyback on that because I know if you walk through Big Country Studio lobby, Ellie has made her Christmas presents known to the entire. They're house. there, there, yeah, <laughs> and so some. Uh, but yeah, no, Christmas was fun. I actually had the brisket and a spiral cut ham, and wow. I it was pretty good. And I, I meant to say, I think I do have some leftovers out there for you. Guys. The dogs are still benefiting from Christmas. <laughs> you talk about Big Country Studios, the lobby. <laughs> 
Let's talk about the 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 parking lot of the studio, which lot. turned into almost MMA ring doggy style because Paisley, the corgi, miniature Aussie corgi mix, yep. little little dog, and then I have Maggie, the Labrador, who's eats all the garbage in the neighborhood, so right. she's well fed. <laughs> Paisley got to the ham bone first, and oh my God, look out! And if you walk near that corgi right now, you, she's going to bite you. Well, we do. So <laughs> Luke and I, every time we arrive and leave, we always pay respects mm-hmm. to the dogs, right? Right. And the the corgi was side eyeing me big time. I was like, you know, I'm just going to wait for me from afar because I wasn't going to try to steal the bone. But mm-hmm. Paisley is the, Paisley, the dog's name. Yep. She was very protective of that uh, prize. That's right. She's small, yeah. but she's fierce. Yeah. What is that the same reaction that you got when you uh, arrived, or was I she actually, more friendly to I you? I actually pet her back, but she wasn't. She was pretty stiff, so I kind of <laughs> went away. Don't yeah. touch right. my yeah. ham bone. All right. The other thing I wanted to bring up real quick is that we went to the Enchanted Lights at I still call it Safe Go Field, but it's T-Mobile Park. The safe, the safe. And <laughs> and if you guys have ever been to that before, no, I've seen pictures that are pretty cool, it's but pretty uh, it's on the list, and it just always. Life gets in the way. Yeah. Worth the trip? It, it is. It's expensive. Don't, do not go a, within a couple of days of Christmas because it was chaos. I mean, it, we were down. So the, describe it for me. Why are you, it's Christmas lights on the field. What? Yep. It's a maze. And so when you walk in, you go through the home plate entrance up the steps, the 100 level is a bunch of vendors and they're selling like a, it's a holiday bazaar kind of looking thing. And then you walk down the field and you walk onto the field. And it's a maze and there's a big handout things. And basically to give you something to do to see everything is there's, it's a scavenger hunt. There's certain displays of lights. Like there was Tommy's toys and there was somebody else's, like there's a dinosaur. You had to go find this and scratch your card off. And we thought we won some, but you just got to mail your card to Santa when it was over with. So, um, yeah, there's a maze. There's an ice skating rink out there. You can pay to go ice skating. And wow, that's cool. And actually a kid that alumni, Tommy Ott is working the one in Tampa Bay. There's, they're all over the nation, and there's a pack full of people. He said they in Tampa Bay they sell over fifteen thousand tickets a night. A um, night, a night. Seriously, there was more people there than a that's a, a decent Mariners team crowd. <laughs> it was wow. The line, I mean, if you're, you're familiar with Safeco Field, it's you know the, the home plate entrance. The line yeah. was past the ticket up down the right field line, and when we left that night, it was almost to the right field entrance. All the wow. way down there. That's how long the line was to get in. And fifteen thousand people, because Tampa Bay averages about three thousand at their That's games. Right. Yes. So there's a lot more there wow. than the actual baseball stadium. Tampa makes more money on Christmas lights than they do on baseball. That's absolutely right. Yeah. But go check it out sometime. Have some fun with that, and uh, we'll be right back with our guest of the week. We got you know it's winter break right now. We're we're between Christmas and uh, New Year's Eve, and and our valley. You know we've put a lot of athletes out there, college athletes. Well, this is the time if you're not playing basketball, you get to come home and you have a quick break from your fall fall uh, workouts and your spring workouts or in your seasons and whatnot. So we were lucky enough to get Xander Orohudos, Ellensburg Bulldog graduate, played at CBC Community College baseball player. He's a stud. He's a great player. And we've already interviewed him uh, before we've done the intro. And I think that it's safe to say that he's a guy that if, you know, how sports and what I took from it was sports life lessons. Well, this dude's going to be okay when he's done playing baseball. I think so. He knows how to work. Yep. And he's going to yeah. be all right. So. If you can apply that to uh, when baseball ends, if you can apply that to his life later in life, he's going to be just fine. He's going to be all right. Well, we'll be right back. We're going to have a brief message from our Fitterus Furniture sponsor, and we'll be here with our interview 
uh, guest of the week, Xander Orhudos, brought to you by Fitterer's Furniture. Fitterer's Furniture presents a poem for the season from Mr. Brad Fitterer. Thank you. Twas the holiday season all through the store. The staff was real busy with customers and more. There were couches and tables and lamps all around, with savings and prices the best in the town. But the reason I write this is simple, you see, to wish you the best from my staff and from me. Thanking all of their customers. Wait, I'm not done. And wishing all of you the best for the holiday season. I have more. Quality furniture since 1896. Hey, I spent a lot of time writing this. Fitterer's Furniture in Ellensburg. Valley Sports Talk fans, we are back with our segment of the week, our guest of the week, brought to you by Fitterer's Furniture. We are joined today by Ellensburg graduate, CBC baseball graduate, Xander Orhudos. Thank you for joining us today. No problem. Thanks for having me. I want to point out I got it right. I said the last name correctly. Uh, I'm sure that's something you probably get. Your stadium announcers all throughout the years probably don't get that right very often. Do oh, I've heard just about everything. I've heard Oreo Hudos, Ori Judos, <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> do you even do you even acknowledge the uh, mispronunciations when you're on the road, or or it's is it just expected that? They're going to stumble over that name. Honestly, I kind of block it out. Like I uh, hear from my mother after <laughs> after the game. She's like, did you hear the announcer say your name wrong? I'm like, no, but I mean, I, I expected it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's talk, walk us through. You were on, uh, you played for Ellensburg High School. You graduated in 2017, correct? Yep. And you were on two state title teams. And just to walk us through your career playing baseball at Ellensburg and some of the fun times and the big memories and what it's like playing for Coach Gibson. Okay, so my freshman year, going in the dugout, we were picking teams. Uh, I didn't really know what to expect. I thought for sure I'd be on JV. And then I heard my name called like before a few seniors, and I was just like, I looked around, and I was pretty confused. But, I mean, I was excited. Um, I could tell some of the seniors were upset. But as the year went on, like they took me in, and it really translated through me and then throughout the rest of the program uh, – during my four years, like I was able to carry that on. I had a lot of leadership, like helping me out. So I just kind of tried to pass that on. And obviously it worked. I mean, we, we got a few state titles. Um, even after I was gone, they won another one. So that's pretty awesome. How long, I mean, you, you talk about even after you've been gone. So even though you were at school in a way and focusing on college and, and, you know, moving on in your career, was it, was it or is it easy to still keep tabs on on Ellensburg guys? Uh, it was it was very easy. I mean, we were kind of like a family, so that's why we played so well together. We, I mean, we harped on each other. We made each other better. We, I mean, we just yelled at each other for stuff that we should have been doing and what we weren't doing. And I mean, it sucks at the moment, but after the fact, you realize like that's the little things that make you better and make like you good as a team. So. Is that the same kind of thing that you you felt at CBC? I mean, what was the major difference between high school ball and and uh, and CBC and just the Northwest ball in general? I'd say probably the years. So high school was I was there for four years, and then community college I was there for two years. So it's kind of hard to you know get in a groove with all the guys because the next year there's new guys coming in, so you don't really know them. But I mean. I, I tried to carry that on, and we we were pretty good, but we could have been better, you know. It was just – it's hard at that level because everyone's trying to do better for themselves, you know, but as we're also trying to play as a team. So, I don't know. It's – I'd say college is a lot more selfish ball, 
community college at least. Um, but I mean, you're playing for your school still, so you have that pride in you. Is that something that you expected or was that kind of an aha moment? Like when you're talking about just playing for yourself or trying to move on to that four year or scout level, I mean, mm-hmm. did it take some getting used to, or was it pretty immediate off the bat? I, I tried to play the same, like through high school and through college, I try to play the same because I mean, if your team's not good, your team's not winning, then people aren't going to look at you. So, I mean, if your team's doing good as a whole, then, I mean, your team's going to get more looks. And if you're, if you're a good player on that team, then they're going to realize that like you're a big part of that. So, so what, what made you head to CBC after Ellensburg? Uh, Brent Wyatt. So he's an Ellensburg alum, PAC alum. Yeah. So he uh, recruited, he actually called me on my birthday and he's like, Hey, happy birthday. We're uh, family friends. And he's like, uh, I have an offer for you, actually. And I was like, Oh, sweet. Nice. Great birthday present. Yeah. So, heck yeah. Well, that's got to be fun going to CBC. I know they've always been traditionally strong in the mm-hmm. East region of the NWAC and get into the tournament. And, and what was it? What was your days of playing being a hawk? How, how cool is that? And what was it like? It was uh, pretty awesome. Yeah. Like I'd say it's probably the best two years of my life so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't win as much as I'd like, but I have met some of my best friends from there. And I mean, school is school, but right. the baseball fact was awesome. You can't beat the weather in the Tri-Cities in the yeah. early spring either. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even going to community college was the work ethic way different from high school. I mean, what you guys did and training and all that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like a job and, you know, schools or high school is kind of like, it was a, a secondary, but once you get into college, like school and baseball, they're together. It's, it's a job, but in high school is mostly like academics and then baseball. Ever time going off that job mentality, did you ever worry about getting burned out or anything or was it just in your blood? So you just enjoyed going to quote unquote work every day? Um, I mean, I, Playing with a bunch of guys, especially as you get higher up, um, you see, you do see guys get burned out. And honestly, I never want to stop playing this game. So I just like, I just kept pushing through. You know, like if if they're getting burned out, then I need to not do what they're doing. I I need to do something else. Like uh, focus on something else. So, well, I think that's just true love of baseball too. Yeah, and how could you not be fun? Go yeah. on your job every day mm-hmm. and being a baseball well, player. I feel like people get burned out when they see like someone's doing it better than them, mm-hmm. and they they can't figure out how to get past that to move up to their next level, like better themselves. But when I see that, I'm just like I I watch how they're doing it and try to mimic that. And so let me go off of that right there. So obviously you you've got talent. Um, the college has noticed CBC Wyatt noticed and everything like that. Big name, by the way. And uh, um, so instead of you getting burned out when you saw somebody doing something better or you knew there was a part of your game that needed to improve, what was that that you knew you needed to improve immediately when you got on campus? Uh, for, first off, it was my body. So I was a little bit out of shape when I got there. Um, and I knew I knew I could feel the ground ball. I knew I could hit the ball, but. I mean, I could, people were running faster than me, so I need to get faster. So I started eating a little better, working out, and I mean, that helped me up my game. Just that helped me up my game. Did you feel different? I mean, I one, felt, mentally and physically? Yeah, I felt better. I, I could tell I was faster, 
and stronger and it just it kind of like it helped me keep going you know i, I like that feeling so i i wanted it more right, mm-hmm. right. what was the difference between the game itself you know the, the high school and i guess for me it was the speed of the game getting from coming from kitas to big ben but what's the difference between high school baseball and college baseball on the field competing aspect of it in your opinion uh like you said the speed of the game but also like our pitchers have to work a lot harder because there's not one hitter that can't hit, you know, there's not mm-hmm. one easy out in college. So everyone is the best player from their high school going to play on. So, I mean, I, I just say the speed, honestly. Yeah. So what do you, you know, Ellensburg's obviously sent a bunch of kids, uh, you know, under Gibson going to the college level. And what's that say about Ellensburg's success and the kind of talent that's coming out of, you know, under Gibson's, uh, Helm, yeah. Well, I mean, he definitely deserves some recognition, Todd. He um, has made it a real program, you know, and I feel like kids that go through him get the discipline for college later on. So, I mean, we're definitely – Ellensburg's definitely a 2 A powerhouse in Washington for baseball, or, I mean, any sport, I guess. Mm -hmm. Did you – were you kind of – I think Tyler Polisek went to CBC. Did you kind of mm-hmm. have talks with him on kind of trying to get them there, him there? Or? Um, so before Brent um, stepped down, he, me and Tyler were talking a little bit, and I told him, I was like, it's, it's going to be the time of your life. Like, you're going to have a good time. And the school is super nice. It's, uh, I'm not really exactly sure how big it is compared to all the community colleges, but I know that it's a pretty big one. And they've had a lot of success in the past. I was like, dude, it's a it's a good place to go. And you're going to have a lot of fun. You're going to play. You're going to get better. So I think it's a good fit for you. And he's he's a hard worker. So And that's what CBC wants is a bunch of nitty-gritty guys who are going to push through anything, you know, adversity. Right. So part of the, you know, part of the segment and why we asked you to come on was, you know, talking about guys. They go away to school. They come back winter break. I know you you're, have the year right now to recover from a, from an injury, but just talk about the winter breaks. You you grinded it out all fall. And if you guys don't know, college sports are year round, so you've got through this big grind, and it's not really great. It's fun. Fall ball is amazing. It's mm-hmm. a, it's the best. That's really a lot of fun. Um, so now you're home for winter break. You get to hang out with buddies. You get to work out. Get ready for spring because when you head back to school in January, it's go time. At that point in time, but just talk about the winter break and coming home for being home for the holidays and catching up with all your dudes and your workout habits when you get back? I think the best part is in high school, I was making memories with those guys. And then we went our separate ways and then made new memories. Mm-hmm. And, but on break, we get back together and we get to talk about those memories. And it's like, we're still in the, our memories with each other. Like we're making memories apart from each other, but there we're still, you know, we're still hearing about it. We're still like in their lives and stuff. And so I think that's the pretty cool part about it. That's awesome. What kind of workouts you got going on in the winter? Um, I'm not doing much right now because of my injury, but I've been going to, uh, you know, the Blues facility. Yep. So I've been hanging Dylan Larson's uh, helping coach with them. So he's been uh, um, letting us in there and throw and hit with uh, Alonzo Bibiano and uh, I think Gage Gibson. Right. So we've been in there just hitting and throwing a little bit, fielding some ground balls. Dylan's been doing his driveline stuff. Oh, yeah. Alonzo's been perfecting his swing like he's always been doing. So right. That's awesome. Is that kind of a contagious attitude to be around, just guys that want to just 
one stay in shape or get better or focus on a few things? I mean, is that no matter the age or the talent level, well, maybe to a certain degree, but uh, no matter the, the expertise, I mean, is it just nice being around a bunch of guys like that? Those three guys I mentioned, Gage, Alonzo, and Dylan, those are probably three of the hardest workers I've been around. So, I mean, me putting myself in the mix of those three, like I, I want to be with them because that's who they are and that's they're going to make me th them. Like you are who you hang around, you know? So I want to be around them because they are hard workers. Absolutely. So you mentioned like um... – you know, injuries and, and we also talk about, uh, you know, the next step and everything. What are you looking for in that next step? Um, whether it be, uh, you know, before we were, before we were on camera or recording, you were saying warm weather. So, I mean, <laughs> what is that one of the priorities? That is a pretty big priority. I mean, I'd like to anywhere, I'd be happy with anywhere, but if I got to choose, I want to be somewhere warm. I'm, I like I like the cold weather, but it's it sucks playing baseball in it, you know. So you could play baseball longer in the warm weather, and plus uh, somewhere like California, you can't beat the beach, you know. Dang right, <laughs> that's smart, man. So one of our first guests that we had here a few months ago was Coach Story over at CWU, and we were talking about you know, uh, winter weather and practicing. So you're practicing indoors on like hard surfaces and stuff like that. So how do you practice indoors, but not develop bad habits of, I mean, the ball's going to bounce harder on a harder surface than a wood on grass or anything like that. Do you find yourself, I mean, how do you make sure you keep in shape without um, developing bad habits that would come in from, or what I would assume are bad habits that come in from working out inside or fielding balls inside? Mm -hmm. Well, personally, I think every ground ball is different. So, I mean, <clears throat> When I think about a bad habit, I think about like getting to that point where you're feeling a ground ball. But once you get to that point, every ground ball is different. So you you flip your glove over sometimes, you're sideways, you know, backhand maybe. But every ground ball is different. So I don't really think about it as a bad habit. I think about it as I know how to feel that ground ball now. I'm going to work on how to feel the backhand now. So I don't know. I'm not – I don't really think about the surface that much as – Maybe other people do, but have you been using the same gloves since high school? Or? I haven't. I uh, <laughs> my freshman year, I had a A two thousand. I used it up until my junior year. My junior year, I got a new glove, another A two thousand, and uh, I used that until my freshman year of college. And then I recently got a new uh, um, what's it called Rawlings. Oh, yeah. I got a Rawlings, um, but I haven't been able to break it in yet because I broke my hand, so I wasn't able to squeeze it. So I had to use my old, old one because it was, it was basically a glove. <laughs> like, What makes you switch? Is it like coaches giving advice or fellow players, or what prompted the switch to the, to the new glove? I liked it. I don't. <laughs> I I don't think uh, like in a new driver. Basically. Yeah, I don't. I don't really think equipment helps you do anything better. I mean, some it's more comfortable sometimes, but I mean, if you use switch to a different bat, the bat's not going to help you hit the ball. So that's just how I think about it. Like, what's comfortable for me, and it's the bat's not helping me hit the ball, so I still need to hit the ball. You know? Mm -hmm. Are you one of those guys that if someone else touches your glove, you're like, hey, don't 
don't touch it. I used to be in yeah. high school. I used to be, but you know, I I was I always played with older guys throughout high school, and they're always like taking it anyway. Okay. So after that, I'm just like, <laughs> put it on if you want. Danger. I learned that lesson, and we'll talk about this in a second with you. Is the first year when I went to the packs, and I grabbed a middle infielder's glove and put it on my ginormous hand. And man, he was pissed. <laughs> Don't touch my glove. Yeah. And those guys carried their gloves on the airplane because they didn't want people screwing with them. So mm-hmm. like for me, I played baseball, but not at the high school level. Um, I mean, um, coach pitch, I was I was pretty much Babe Ruth and coach pitch, of course. <laughs> right. But, uh, um, I found myself like losing my superstitions or losing my rules as I got older because I felt like I was focusing more on the superstition rather than the the quality of mm-hmm. play. Yeah. So is that another reason why you're like, ah, whatever, they're going to grab my glove anyway? Or Superstition's crazy. You know? It's all in your head. So people think that they're doing bad because of something. It's like, dude, you did bad. You barely missed the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not doing bad. It's baseball. You strike out seven times out of 10 and still get three hits, Hall of Famer, you know? So that's just the way I look at it. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a cruel and game but it's beautiful game of failure for sure that's right that's how you handle it so one last thing we'll talk about before we let you go is you know we paid for the played for the pack for three years you're talking, i got a jersey right back here that's that's a third year gift you get when you're down there for the pack and just talk about your times and and a bunch of your Ellsworth buddies went down here with they're with you and you want a state title down there so you technically have three rings <laughs> so um so summer baseball is definitely way different than school ball you uh basically only play games and you have a few like a tryout and a few practices before but summer baseball is not like um school ball it's way more fun honestly i i love school ball and there's nothing like like playing for your school and stuff like that but also in the summer you're just having fun and there's no worries you just you're hanging around a bunch of guys you're traveling staying in the hotel with them screwing around in between games and you know it's still getting better but you're having fun while you're doing it hanging out with your boys all summer long and summer ball you're not dealing with 50 mile an hour winds uh, <laughs> i'm assuming so great weather as well exactly yeah. exactly yeah, absolutely well, well xander oh, go actually i'm you say we're done i'm we're not, not done talking to Sorry, my guest here my so <laughs> You talk about pack and everything like that, and I'm not trying to stir the pot or anything controversial, but uh, I think they kind of got the shaft last year with uh, not being able to defend their state title. I believe it was, uh, um, yeah. you know. So as an as a pack alum, was it was it tough to see your friends there not be able to you know move on in in uh, their postseason play as well? Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a big bummer, but at the same time, we all knew that they should have been there and. That's really what matters. Like they 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 got it taken away from them, so you can't really do anything about that. People are, I don't know, crying about other stuff rather than letting people play. You know, let the game decide who wants to go next, not not other people who aren't even playing. Yeah, they got the shaft. I'll say it. Yeah, <laughs> you <laughs> crap. You're yeah. old enough to be like, ah, it doesn't matter. Damn I would right. say one more thing is you talk about getting together with friends, high school buddies on, on breaks and everything like that and talking about the memories. So I'm almost 43 and those memories get a little bit better. So the home runs get a little bit longer. <laughs> um, the, the scenarios get a little bit more um, intense. Um, you know, the, the people rushing the field or the girls asking for autographs right. or phone numbers, uh, they get more plentiful as you get older. So enjoy those stories. Cause oh, get better. I will for sure. Thank Absolutely. you. Well, thank you Xander for, for joining us and we look forward to seeing where the future takes you and keep working hard, man, sir. Thank you.
we'll be back with our next segment here after this message. All right, guys, we're back. Scoreboard. I know there hasn't been much going on because we're in winter break, but the other night we were at the Kittitas basketball games. We got to watch them play Mabton. Uh, Kittitas girls lost to Mabton. Honestly, when we play them in Mabton, yeah. I'm already saying it right here. Mm-hmm. Write it down in pen. We will get that victory. Absolutely. I think that'll be. If a good we can one. improve our shooting just a little bit, mm-hmm. we'll get them. We'll be just we'll fine get them. there. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was too bad they lost that night. Let's see the, the, the good win for the boys. Mapton. Though the boys beat Mapton that night. That was a fun one. I know that's a. We talked about how heated that game can get for quite a while, or for the between those two teams. Yep. It was nice to see them do get it. that. Uh, both teams went down and beat Dayton, and the Kittitas tournament's going on. Right now, right now, it's the well, it was the Tarpet Classic in a central, but it's been moved out to Kittitas High School. Uh, we did find out already the girls played Cleon, so Cleon girls basketball beat Kittitas today by I can't remember what the score was by 20 uh, or so 50 to 30. Yeah, okay. And Grace Terrell is 23 points away from a thousand in her career. Wow, she so might get that tomorrow. She could get that tomorrow. Yeah, it sounds like 11 a.m. We're gonna, need, we're gonna yeah. need to get her on the podcast here soon. Yeah, I think so. Pretty good local right. athlete. Yeah, That's both her and her dad. I mean, get uh, yeah. Coach Terrell from Boys oh, Basketball be... and yes, Grace Terrell. Maybe shoot, get Grace's sister, whose name is escaping me. She Holly? plays soccer, I believe, for yeah. Idaho. Okay, volleyball, maybe she's engaged. Whatever, she's they're college athletes. Yeah. Some good genes in that family. We'll have to have that episode here soon. Yeah. Um, Looks like what well, we have the boys game on here. They lost to the Sal, but they beat Goldendale, Goldendale recently. But they're also at the Kid Test tournament too. They are, yeah. And they played at one thirty, so I'd, I haven't heard a score yet. So mm-hmm. it could be soon. And then I think Kid Test boys played tonight. Yes, five thirty. Morton White Pass. Yep, that Ooh, should be an interesting game. Timberwolves. And then Ellensburg boys are at the Sundome tonight. Mm-hmm. Which play fourth I'll be at. You're about to head hit Which, the trail here in a yeah. minute here and uh, <laughs> head down there and watch. So That's a fun what, tournament. There's some real real talent down there. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah, and they'll play Sela for the second second year in a row. What's yeah. going to be the big key for Ellensburg to get the win tonight? They got to stop uh, Noah Pepper, probably. Yeah. yeah, I mean that dude can get twenty five points and twenty five boards, mm-hmm. and I guess he takes charges all the time. So wow. he gets he forces offensive fouls on wow. the opposition. He's a tough one to play against. That'll yeah, be a fun one. It'll be interesting to see how packed the Sundome is tonight. That'll I hope be, it. W- I hope it is. I mean, fun. it's an easy trip for Ellensburg. Obviously, that's five minutes away from Sela, so right. We're we'll gonna be, be glued to Twitter. Yeah. So absolutely. no pressure, but we need your updates. Yeah. And there's no love loss between Ellensburg and Sela. No, sure. no, yeah. sir. Um, what's the Ellensburg girls been up to? Uh, they're round break. Are so, they? Yeah, I've been playing the games. Yeah, that's they're eight zero. So yeah, a much deserved break. Yeah, 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 yeah they yeah. deserve it. Eight wins in a row. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. The other thing, we were out, I was out at the Kittitas wrestling match here last week, I believe it was. And it was a, there were a lot of teams there, but it was kind of fun watching those guys. And, and Kittitas how, Express. Kittitas Express. That's nine, right. teams, nine, uh, nine teams. I believe there was nine teams. Mm-hmm. Two mats, maybe even the third mat in the auxiliary gym. I didn't get that yeah. part, but um, shoot, when you got in those B schools, when, when you've got, some great talent, but maybe those small schools don't have enough of dual meets. And it seems like every, every match or every weekend at least is, is a, you know, seven to 10 team tournament. And so there was some great talent there, um, that, uh, Connor treat has there on, yes. on our mats and, and, uh, but just great regional talent as well. It's really fun to watch that. Absolutely. I know we talk about basketball quite a bit, but, uh, as a former wrestler who's <laughs> definitely not in wrestling shape anymore. Um, Didn't you wrestle for Coach Wood? 
I wrestled for Coach Wood back in the day, um, Illahee Junior High Brave. Um, uh, I had a few life lessons on the mat, we'll just say. Absolutely. Um, sometimes we'll we'll discuss uh, in a wrestling-centered podcast, but mm. uh, uh, it's a great sport. Um, I was in great shape then. I wish I was still in that kind Absolutely. of shape. So, <laughs> Heck yeah. Well, it looks like Ellensburg. What do they got going on recently? Wrestling? wrestling, yes. Uh, I haven't heard. Um, they were just... Uh... They had some wrestlers at the kid of tasks, right? Uh, but yep. their their match did get canceled. That's what Ellensburg weather. Yeah, that's right. That's too bad. So that, I'm pretty sure they play. Uh, they play this weekend or wrestle this weekend mm-hmm. on the road. Yeah. Well, I know it's it's a short scoreboard segment this week, but we are also in that break. We're, we got like a little rush there after football season was over with, but now we're come back next week and we'll be rolling here throughout the rest of the year. And with games happening left and right, and league play for everybody once January first hits, absolutely. So, like, I mean, every game counts, no matter what. But mm-hmm. definitely, league play, every game counts, absolutely. Central, there's really nothing going on. They took a break. They had uh, the girls lost to Northwest Nazarene, I believe, last Saturday. Yep, but that's uh, tough. That that one that one frustrated me. Mm-hmm. And then he was decent, but man, that yeah, you need to get the ones at home. The Big one, January second, which I, hope, I don't know if we'll be recording before then. Central goes to Western, so uh, big rivalry coming up. But you ever been to a Central Western game up there in Bellingham? Not yet. I have Is a couple wonderful? of times. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know what it's like. I, I went up there when it was still like pretty intense. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a fun trip. Going to Bellingham is not that not that difficult of a drive. Right, so right, put it right. on your list of things to do. Absolutely. Well, we better kick Luke out of here. He's got to get going. We're going to come back. To the Sundown Tournament. We're going to come back with a special John and Country segment because Luke's hitting the road. We don't know what it's going to be yet, but it's going to be great. It's going to be magical. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll be back here in just a second, folks. Well, Kittitas Valley Sports Talk fans, we are back. You know, whenever we're doing breaks, we always talk about so many different scenarios, so many different um, storylines. And we keep them up in the old dome piece, right? right? In the vault. So there's a lot of things that are on our mind. So right. what is on our mind? So there's probably like 28 things we talked about during the break. Yeah. We're going to whittle those down to a couple of them. I should have wrote them down. We should have wrote <laughs> them down. But they're always like jumbled up in there, right? Yes. And I'll randomly think about them when I'm driving or I'll randomly think about them when I'm supposed to be focusing on the nine to five job. But, Absolutely. Uh, I, driving tractor, driving down the road, thinking about it. The first right. thing on my mind, because as you guys are watching and you guys listening, know he's not here. Luke's not here no more. He nope. just left. He ran out. We just finished a scoreboard segment. And what's on my mind is what are the roads like to I-82s? And Luke, you, I'm sure you're great with directions, but he misses the driveway every day here. Are it's you going to find the sun studios. dome? It's on my mind. Are you going to find the sun dome, Luke? And he's not here to defend himself. Nope. Are you going to find the sun dome? It's that big concrete pimple mm-hmm. there in uh, Yakima. So. I, think, I think he'll find it. I have faith in him. Either. I think so. <laughs> but also another thing we were pointing this way. I want to mention the calendar you got right. there, the Mariners calendar. Just bought it at Fred Myers today. That's right. So a 2020 calendar, but the the thing that uh, catches my attention is uh the previous World Series champions, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh a few teams on there that we're really familiar with. The Yankees there, of course. Uh you got some Cardinals on there. Um there's one notable <laughs> name, Blue and Teal. That is not on there, and it's quite depressing. And I don't know if it's going to be on there this year either. Nope. <laughs> Mariners. <laughs> Mariners are not on that list. Mariners are not on that list. It seems like we're always uh, one game away. Ooh. Or, pardon me, one season away. Let's see. No World 
World Series played in them. Who was the first team to win a World Series, John, if you can't see that? I can't see that. Um, what's the year? Can you tell me when we started calling it the 1903. So we didn't have the curse of the Bambino yet, so the first team that pops up, Boston Red Sox. <laughs> well, it was the Boston Americans. Boston but, Americans. But yes. yes, you are correct. Good I job. I did not know that. Okay. I think you could see it, and he lied. But yes, we got a new Mariners calendar. I'm excited to see who the first month's going to be next week when we record again. I don't usually flip calendars on time. If you walk into my, that one's actually on time. Well, that one's fine, but that was on <laughs> November for a while. It was, yeah, and usually they're on like March for years year, or yeah, for the whole yeah. year. So, uh, but if it's a good picture, that's a nice picture over there. Picture. You can't see it on camera there, but it's a, yeah, it's a good looking one. Behind the scenes. What are some other things you on know, our mind? I think something that's big on our mind because it's happening right now is there's a basketball tournament in Kittitas. That's right. So I've got it pulled up here. Um, we were, that's another thing we were talking about. Mm-hmm. So the Cleveland girls got the dub over uh, over Kittitas. Uh, so I'm a Kittitas guy, right? But I'm happy that a local team at least got the W there with Cleveland. And uh, as we're recording right now, the Cleveland boys are taking on Woodland. And mm-hmm. the Kittitas boys, uh, we should have this up by the 530 uh, tip-off. Uh mm-hmm. So if you listen to this right now on Thursday late afternoon, head on over to Kittitas. So it's scheduled to tip off at 5.30. The Kittitas boys taking on Morton White Pass. Mm -hmm. Of course, that's game four of the tournament. So 5.30 tip-off probably means about six. Right. Um, And then tomorrow, Saturday, the 28th, uh, four games. uh, uh, Cleveland girls play at 11. Um, uh, The Kittitas boys take on the Cleveland boys at 3.30. And then the Kittitas girls have the nightcap. Taking on Highland. Um, I'm actually looking forward to that Kittitas Cleelum game. That's going to be a good. Uh, one. Just a, you know, a good, what could be a good local rivalry game. Um, the Kittitas girls uh, versus Highland playing a, playing a uh, division up, but I think Kittitas can, can get that dub. I think so too. At home as well. So there's not much going on during the schedule, uh, during the, the holiday calendar in between Christmas and New Year's. Get yourself in front of some local sports. That's what I'm telling yeah. you. Get the kid to task. Watch some games. Uh, you know, the next thing on my mind, because I'm Googling it right now, is when does Ellensburg girls play again? And it's Pull it up like on the uh, on the Google. The Google. On the <laughs> Google. Off on you guys. The third, they play Othello and Ellensburg. That'll it's be, be a good matchup. one. Then they go it's to a Friday night game. Yeah. Uh, but that leads me to another thing on my mind is Ellensburg going to beat Sealy tonight. Luke said, uh, you know, they've got Noah Pepper, uh, quite a talented uh, player, but uh, it's not like uh, the cupboard is bare for Ellensburg mm-hmm. either. So um, what a great venue to play in. Oh, yeah. Kind of a playoff atmosphere when you're yeah. playing there in the Sun Dome. I'm going to say it's going to be a tough game. I'm going to say Ellensburg by five. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yep, I'm going to say Ellensburg hits a shot last second to win this game. Okay. It's going to be Chaos and eruption in it's the gonna sun. It's going to be dome. chaos in the sun dome. So that's another. Yeah, that I don't tournament. Call that an easy trip, but it's a um, a short trip, yeah. thirty five minutes, give or take. Yeah, uh, you should be there. They have two courts going. Two courts one. going. Yep. And there's some. They were talking about in the Yakima Herald about how the one A, like probably the top three players in the one A, are all playing in that tournament. Yeah, I saw that too. Well, I saw that mm-hmm. on Twitter, um, the main news source mm-hmm. for everybody. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. What else is on our mind? Yeah, uh, Central basketball. Central basketball is on my mind. That's on my mind. I'm thinking, uh, you know, they're, they've had kind of an interesting schedule so far. And they've had a fun, you know, they played a lot of smaller schools. and Were they beating those guys? I don't think they've dropped one that they shouldn't have won. Uh, 
Or should have won. They lost to. Well, I mean, until you're undefeated, yeah. I'm never happy. I'm for me as a fan, I want an undefeated season and a sellout every game. Mm-hmm. And I know that uh, might be difficult. Mm-hmm. And I know if we don't have a sellout, it's not your fault because you get your season tickets right. yourself. Um, but on my mind, I, I'd really like to see Central get the W over Western. Um, I think that's Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. Next Thursday, the second, the second yes, in so. Bellingham. I have a calendar, but it's not flipped to the right date. That's right. right. So, but I'm looking at December's mm-hmm. schedule. Yeah. So Thursday, Thursday the second. Yep. And um, so that's on my mind, and I, I'd really, really like to see the CW women bounce back from losing to to Northwest Nazarene, and and uh, they were the ones that picked to win the GNAC. And I mean, obviously, there's a lot of games to be played still, but right. um, best way to get over loss is preparing for the Go next win. game. And I think the state of Central basketball is in a good place. And I from so. my fans' opinion and my alumnus' opinion, the the boys' program, you know, they you know they lost their first two league games, but still. Um, I feel like there's been improvement this year. The team's better. They're getting bigger. They're yeah. older. And there's a couple of three guys that I feel like coach is, is building around. They're young guys that I can't wait in two years when they, I think I'm calling it now in two years, they're going to win a GNAC title with a regional, maybe even host the regionals that year. When Let's hope it's better than senior. the last time we hosted it. Oh yeah. yeah Cause yeah. that was, oh, that was not a fun, that night. wasn't fun at all. So, well, what else is anything else on your mind, John? You got anything else? Well, there's some stuff on my mind that we're gonna tease right yes. now, but talk about next, next week. week. So, in the spirit of the season, mm-hmm. um, there's resolutions, whether yes. it's uh losing weight, mm-hmm. saving money, mm-hmm. paying down debt, whatever the classic resolutions are. Right. My take on it is let's have some local sports minded yes. resolutions. So we're gonna put this question out on Twitter, IG, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Facebook as well, <laughs> right? Uh, and if there's a way to post questions on YouTube, I'm not sure, but you're watching the video right now. So here we go. Mm-hmm. What's a sports resolution that you have? Be it going to more games uh, at home, maybe getting in a, a road trip or two. Um, that's part of the fun of sports is just a road trip in the anticipation of it. And then, of course, talking about a W on the way home to keep yourself awake at night, but what's a new year's resolution that has a sports theme to it. Mm -hmm. And I said local, so I'll keep mine local, but is it to see more Mariners games? You know, is it to, I've, I've made the trip over to see some Seattle storm games, which were really fun as well. So what is your sports resolution? So think about it. We'll put it on uh, the social media sites and uh, we, we really enjoy the banter back and forth and the engagement. So if you got resolutions or you got a question of your own, mm-hmm. put it out there because we're going to respond to it. We'll either respond to it on the social media or respond to it right here. Absolutely. Feel free to reach out. We've had a couple guys in the last 24 hours right on there. And that was awesome. We'll get That's to, right. We'll get to respond. And if you don't want to post actually on the page, go ahead and send us a direct message and we'll, That's right. we can talk about it on, on here next week. And That's right. Let's get some fan interaction. Let's see what you want to see for this next year. And, Again, I hope you all had a Merry Christmas and you enjoyed your families. And We did. And everybody Hopefully stay safe. It was wonderful. I enjoyed it. And stay safe on New Year's Eve. And if you look to the east about dark, I'm going to have a hell of a fireworks show going off. So That sounds good. That's going to be great. America. That's right, baby. American flag shirt and everything. So, well, till next week, till maybe even the new year, uh, take care of each other. Be kind and get out there and watch some basketball this weekend and go Cougs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but take care.